Welcome to the VA HSRD Investigator Insights podcast series. In this episode, Rob Offrey of the Center for Information, Dissemination, and Education Resources, an HSRD Resource Center, talks with Dr. Joel Bogan of the VA Durham Healthcare System about the VA Evidence Synthesis Program publication on how implementation and quality improvement strategies are used in VA. Dr. Bogan, thank you for taking time out of the 2022 Academy Health Annual Research Meeting to meet with me today. Why don't we start with introductions? Tell us who you are and what you're working on. Yeah, I'm Joel Bogan. I'm primarily a clinician at the Durham VA Healthcare System, um, where I work in hospital medicine, and I do some work with our internal medicine residency program. And also, I serve as the lead mentor for our chief residency and quality and safety position. I work with our HSR&D group in Durham, um, most often with the Evidence Synthesis Program. And my research and operation interests uh, and expertise focuses on quality improvement, methodologies and applications, primarily in the inpatient setting and medical education initiatives. Thank you. What originally brought you to the VA? I've been working at the VA on and off since I was a second year medical student when I did my internal medicine rotation at our VA affiliate in Durham. Uh, and have worked on and off at the Durham VA since that time, first again as a medical student, then as a resident. Uh, And then as I ended my residency, I took a year position as the chief resident for quality and safety based at the Durham VA. And the CRQS program is a national program that has, I think, um, over or approximately 100 sites across the country with a person in that role working on quality and safety initiatives at the local level. And then after that, I stayed on as a faculty clinician at the Durham VA and slowly have gotten more involved with both uh, local operations work and uh, research work over the time. What is it about working for the VA that you find rewarding? Several things. I think first and foremost, and this is true going all the way back to when I was a medical student, you know, it. Um, I think it's incredibly fulfilling to work with the veteran patient population. I think they are incredibly generous, incredibly grateful, incredibly patient. When you know, I was a, a medical student early on, having to practice drawing blood or something, sometimes successfully, sometimes unsuccessfully, uh, and certainly that patience and generosity has. I, I've seen that. I guess as I've gone through my career thus far, I think the from a professional standpoint. Some of the things that are really meaningful are the ability to really develop those connections with, with veterans and their families in the clinical setting, but then think about how, because the way the VA system is structured, that you can work on initiatives that can affect you know, veterans that you will never see or touch or, or encounter face-to-face. And so being able to, to work with a lot of the collaborators, both locally and across the country, that are doing really interesting work and really meaningful work to affect patient care, I think, is a really powerful reason to be involved with VA and and to stay working at the VA. That sounds like a good segue to what you're up to here at the Academy Health Annual Research Meeting. Yeah. So the project I am presenting tomorrow was part of the Evidence Synthesis Program, which receives uh, topic nominations from different offices within the VA where we're asked to really dive into the evidence around a a question. The question in this particular instance was related to a 2019 directive through the VA where lean, which is a quality improvement methodology, was chosen as the primary improvement 
methodology across all VA sites. And so the Office of Systems Redesign and Improvement reached out to us to figure out if there was evidence indicating that any particular quality improvement methodology would be superior to others. And so we spent the better part of late 2020 and 2021 looking at the evidence around several different methodologies, Lean being the most prominent, but others like Six Sigma, Lean Six Sigma, Total Quality Management also being reviewed by our group. And what we found was that there really isn't much evidence that any methodology is superior to any other. And in fact, there's very little evidence that they've even been studied head-to-head or comparatively. So unfortunately, with the limitations of the literature right now, there is no way to say that any methodology is superior to others, but at the same time, there is a lot of evidence that what your local context is, either in a hospital or a clinic or a ward, really matters. Who are the people you have trained in particular methodologies? Who are there? You know, who can you partner with who has some expertise to help design an initiative to put it through and see it through to completion? You're with the Durham ESP Evidence Synthesis Program. But what you're describing sounds a bit like implementation science. Can you explain the relationship? My relationship with the Durham ESP, every year as those kind of topic nominations come up, each site then helps select which one they, they're working on at any given time. This is a topic I work on from my back when I did my chief residency and my operations work. So quality improvement, which was the topic here, is a side personal and professional interest of mine. And so... That topic went to the LA group, and I was able to reach out directly to them and say, hey, I'm, this is something I work on. I've worked with our ESP group in Durham. Would you let me tag along? And, and they were really generous in letting me join them for this project. The way I think it intersects with implementation science at this point, and I think we'll see some examples of this tomorrow morning, are if, if you're thinking about all the great implementation science work that the VA is doing, then the question after that is, how do you put that into practice more widely? And so I think what would happen is, you know, you would turn to people across a vision or, you know, at the national level or even down to the local sites and say, how can you adapt this type of project into your local context? And so that's where these other methodologies that we studied in this project really, really come to the fore because that's your team of people who have the expertise to think about how do you change the process, whatever that may be, in a clinic, in a ward, in a hospital setting. So it's a little bit of that translation from the implement science research down to the local level. Research to implementation. Mm -hmm. Research to clinical. Yeah. Earlier you mentioned being grateful to the veterans who make it possible for you to do what you do. Would you like to take a few moments and expand on that? Sure. Like I said, I first started working in the VA as a medical student back in 2005 and really have been there on and off since that time and, and a lot since 2009 when I started my residency. Again, I think that the veteran population has really given uh, me personally and our ongoing trainees, both at the residency and um, student level, an opportunity to give back to them for their service. Um, and I think that the one thing that hopefully motivates a lot of people who come through the VA, even if they don't choose to make their clinical career um, within the VA, is that the m- mission of the organization really does provide a lot of motivation for all the members of our teams, I think. Selfishly, I think that that gives me a lot of great personal and, and professional joy 
as I was thinking about how my career has developed since that time, you know, I think I've had a lot of chances to gain skills, I think, both in quality improvement and patient safety topics and learn a lot about the data in the research landscape about the VA, but still the thing that I think even um, in addition to all of those great opportunities that really keeps me grounded and keeps me really focused on continuing to work at the VA um, is that chance to continue to act, interact with the patients on a day-in and day-out basis. And to kind of go back to a thing I guess I said in the one of the previous answers as well, one of the really special things I think about the VA is the opportunity to take those individual patient and clinical encounters and think about how you can affect other people's patient and clinical encounters by working through a lot of these other VA networks with collaborators and with the implementation scientists, with HSRD faculty, with the quality improvement specialists across the country. There are people who are also motivated to continue to improve veteran care, and there are a lot of great ideas and a lot of great networks out there to really work on that collaboratively. Thank you, Dr. Bogan. I see that you have some notes there, yeah. and it reminds me that I sent you an email broadly describing the questions that I would be asking. And so it makes me think, is there anything that I've left out today, or is there anything else that is important that hasn't even occurred to me? Oh, let me look. Thank you. I think you had mentioned, you know, what are some next projects that I'm working on? There are a few. One that I'm working on now with the ESP program in Durham is looking at automation of nutrition delivery to inpatients across the VA. And this is important. You know, every year there are hundreds and thousands of veterans who are hospitalized who either have specific or kind of general malnutrition. And sometimes those nutrition issues, um, even if they're recognized, can get a little bit sidelined by the other reasons the veteran is in the hospital. And so, you know, we're looking at ways where the process of either assessing uh, nutrition deficiencies and then hopefully responding to those can be standardized or streamlined across health systems to think about how we can use nutrition better to help augment the care they're receiving otherwise for their other comorbid conditions. And I think that'll be an exciting project to keep working on. And then as part of my clinical role in hospital medicine at the Durham VA, there is a, an academic hospitalist group that has formed over the last few years. And I think there's some exciting research ideas and work that is being facilitated, again, by the unique structure of the VA, how we have sites across the country. We can access a large patient population. We can access a lot of hospitalized patients or a lot of historical charts to think about ways we can improve care for every veteran who happens to be in the hospital. I'm looking forward to learning more about both of those, uh, perhaps in a cyber seminar or another interview. Sounds great. Thank you again for your time. Yeah, thank you. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding podcast are concerned with the scope of recently concluded or ongoing VA HSRD funded research and do not necessarily reflect current or to be implemented VA policy. To learn more about this research, visit the VA HSRD website at www.hsrd.research.va.gov.